We are now joined on the line by the sports scientist at the Northwest University, Sandra Wushu, uh, Wushu. A very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning, Elvis. Good morning uh, to your listeners. Well, now, this decision by the IAAF, uh, was this expected? And did you perhaps see it coming uh, that Casa Semenya might have to reduce her testosterone levels? Elvis, before I even get to answering your question, I want to take a moment to just celebrate Casa's victory uh, last night at, at, at the Diamond League yes. in Doha. I she did absolutely fantastic. I think her winning that, uh, that, that, that gold medal was one way to show it to the IAAF that she really is in it to win it. That's, defin- but, um, that's definitely a way to show people how you do it, hey? Definitely. But um, coming back to your question, I am very surprised. I was very surprised by the decision that the, that the CAS came to with regard to the Semenya issue. I did not see it coming. Purely based on the scientific evidence, I am very surprised. Mm-hmm. Now, we've asked this question to our previous interviewee, but what can you expand a little bit more? What does this decision actually mean for Casa Semenya as an athlete? This decision means that from the 8th of May, when it comes into effect, it means that if Casa wants to continue to compete in the 800 meters all the way up to a mile, she has to take medication to lower her testosterone level. How will that impact on her as an athlete? And I mean, It's like somebody doing a job. If I'm an accountant and, and I'm doing my job as an accountant and all of a sudden I cannot perform, uh, I have to do something in order to, to, to lower my skills in order not to count, will that make me still an accountant? It's the same like, like an athlete. Definitely. That, that's a very good analogy that you draw. And... Um, by forcing her to take this medication, there are likely to be side effects. But the even bigger problem of the side effects is that we are not even sure what type of side effects she may suffer, the extent to which she may react to these, to these side effects, because it's so untested. It's dangerous. Now, now here's a question that a number of people have been asking. So the IAAF are against you taking any drugs uh, if you want to enhance your performance. And now they want people to take drugs in order to lower their performance. The IAAF seems to be acting in quite a confused manner in that regard. Because, yes, that's a very valid question that people have been asking. And it is quite a confusing issue. And this takes us back again to us believing that this is it's unethical for them to want Kasta to lower her performance by taking drugs. If we take a step back and try and think about men in different events, let's talk about Michael Phelps, for mm. example. Michael Phelps is the American swimmer. He has set numerous world records. He's at the top of he retired at the top of his game. But he has a condition that's referred to as hypochondria. So essentially what that means is that compared to everybody else, on average, he has got a higher amount of mitochondria in his cells. Mitochondria is responsible for giving you energy. So he has an added advantage compared to everybody else. But they don't look at that. They have not looked at that. They have, however, chosen to focus on Casta. And I do understand that Casta is in a different sporting fraternity. She is governed by the IAAF. But the whole concept of superiority is genetic. What makes athletes superior, what makes them at the top of their game, is what they have that is different that others don't have. So Kafka has been vilified, and I don't understand why. 
As a sports scientist, we're asking our listeners this morning uh, about the Casa Semenya story and what does it say about gender and race in sport, and you're referring to men there as well. Uh, but also the other question that we are posing is, are black female athletes treated with the dignity that they deserve? Your thoughts on that? I don't believe that black, black athletes are treated with, with the dignity that they deserve. I really don't. Um, if, we, if we take some time to look at some of the athletes that, that Casper competes with, um, Saba, for example, she also has been targeted. And, I mean, she, she came out and she said that these regulations are going to affect her as well. But with black athletes, like I said before, if you don't look a certain way, you tend to be targeted. You are treated differently. You are vilified because it's as though the West has set some sort of a standard of femininity that if you don't, uh, if, if you don't fit into that particular box, you're not feminine enough. You're not given the respect that you deserve. Instead of being celebrated um, as you should be, black cat and his aunt. Is there an iota of a chance that Semenya might be winning and overturning this particular ruling? I dare to believe that there is. I really do. Now, when I look at, at this case, it, it's a multifaceted case. There is the scientific approach. It's also a human rights issue. It's also a societal issue, and it's a performance issue. And obviously, I'm biased towards science. And I firmly believe that there is a chance that based on the scientific evidence, the ruling can be overturned. Because let's look at what Cass did. Cass does not, on the face of it, appear to have made the ruling based on evidence. Because in order to come to some sort of scientific conclusion, there must be strong evidence. The evidence that was presented to them is not strong enough, and I believe that based on that, there is a chance that it could be overturned.